Hello, hello, beautiful people. My name is Kylie Miller, and welcome to Scale's official podcast, Mother's Daughter. My project, Scale, is part of my senior seminar project that focuses on how media has affected body image for women. A bit of a difficult topic for many, even for us here at Scale. How one sees their body is sacred. It's a relationship that is meaningful between a person and the body that they're in. And sometimes, we may see our bodies in not a very nice way. We here at Scale want to use this podcast, including this entire project, as a reminder that every physical body is a body that deserves praise from society, and most importantly, yourself. This podcast is going to take us back in time, settle us into our present, and race us toward the future as the Mother's Daughter podcast series looks at different portions in time to see how media has affected women then, now, and onward. Mother's Daughter is a podcast that will feel personal to those listening, not only because it's a podcast that involves a discussion between a mother and a daughter, but because everyone struggles in their own way with body image. Media can be harmful to our bodies because of what we see, read, or hear. And at scale, we want to encourage you, the audience, that the only voice that has a say in how you look is your own. We hope you enjoy our Mother's Daughter series and get ready as we talk about the present for our second episode. See you in a second. Welcome to the present portion of the Mother's Daughter podcast. Once again, my name is Kylie Miller, and I am a senior multimedia journalism major at Point Loma Nazarene University. I am here sitting with a very special guest, aka my mother, who I would like to introduce to y'all once again. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for joining me again. So for this segment, my mother and I are going to be focusing on how body image is being covered today. We will be using media platforms and literary publications and social media for today's episode. Everything we discuss in this podcast, you can be sure to follow in a transcript that will be linked on Scale's official website, including any visual pictures we will be discussing about for this podcast. So don't worry, don't feel left out or anything. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to check out our social media account on Instagram. The handle is sizing down. The I's as ones and the O as a zero. And we post regular content whenever we can or whenever there's time on our hands. So let's just go ahead and dive right into today's portion. So last time we talked about the past, specifically our personal past endeavors with body image and what we saw advertised at the time. But today's about the present. We're talking about today. What types of bodies do you see advertised nowadays, whether it be in magazines, movies, television, whatever? Okay. Um, from uh, I'm happy to report that I actually uh, enjoy seeing women and men uh, of all sizes and shapes now. I think you still have the traditional models, the tall and thin um, models. They'll, they'll always be a part of the modeling world. But the fact that women and men of plus sizes are out there, um, I think that says a lot. I think there's actually models now at Target who are in wheelchairs. So I'm happy to see that, uh, that uh, there's some progression going around that not all people are five foot eight and a size two. Thanks, yeah. So last time you and I, went to like a blast in the past portion to where we looked at uh different pictures from what we saw growing up 
we got to look at designing women we got to look at uh, the devil wears prada but today i chose four pictures the two pictures that are currently right in front of us right now is an advertisement from fenty savage x fenty rihanna's line <laughs> a whole jumble of words <laughs> she does luxury lingerie um next to it is a picture of the musician and rapper lizzo on the front cover of vogue for october's edition in 2020 the next two pictures that we have in front of us is a cosmopolitan front cover page of Tess Holiday, an American plus size model that I remember caused a lot of controversy on Twitter. And the last picture that we have currently in front of us is um, an ad campaign from Aerie, which is American Eagle's lingerie undergarment sleepwear brand. Brand? Yeah, mm-hmm. type of clothes. Um, what are your first impressions when you see these pictures first? Uh, my Actually, my first impression is, thank goodness, women of color are represented Thank goodness uh, uh, disabilities are represented. Thank goodness women that are a larger size are represented. They're still beautiful. They still got what it takes. What they're modeling, the clothes are beautiful. The lingerie is beautiful. And you don't, to me, it proves you don't have to be a size zero to sell lingerie or to sell clothes. When I first look at these pictures, I mean, I don't know how much you are on... I'm more of a Twitter, you're more of a Facebook person. I don't tweet. (laughs) But I I remember when Rihanna released her first campaign line of her lingerie brand and her having her first runway show. Mm -hmm. And to now, she has her two specials on Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. for her last two shows that are like... I literally, like, people have their comfort movies. I don't know why, but Rihanna's too. (laughs) They're just so, I'm so fascinated and bedazzled by the art that she has because she makes these people dance in her lingerie. Mm -hmm. And she has literally everyone in it because you see celebrities like Laverne Cox, who's a transsexual Mm -hmm, woman. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have people with disabilities that walk with canes and they don't have legs on there. It's just everyone's on there, and I love it so much. Yes, knocked off Victoria's Secret, honestly. And for Lizzo, she's such a power move right now, and she's a powerhouse in music along with her voice, but when it comes to body, I mean, I don't... I've personally never seen someone so comfortable Mm -hmm. just to walk onto a stage and knowing how she looks and is not afraid of it Mm -hmm. of all of the controversy that she may face with her body size and I absolutely love it and she deserves only the best with herself and she's just such a an uplifting mood for every Mm -hmm. single one of us so yeah I was gonna say I, I I appreciate her confidence I appreciate her uh you know, I, I am beautiful no matter what y'all think. And uh, I, I think that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then Tess Holiday. I mean, I have only ever seen this I love the picture. hair. Oh, I know. She looks like a hair. mermaid. Because she's... <laughs> it'll be on this site. But, like, what we're currently looking at is um, Tess Holiday. She's wearing 
like gr- like an emerald green undergarment mm-hmm. look and her hair she's a ginger so i'm literally just mm-hmm. getting little mermaid vibes right now <laughs> yeah yeah the green yeah, yeah and she's and she can handle the tats yeah know? she's inked bro yeah she, <laughs> she can handle it she looks great she's got more tats than me i mean what is that? Oh my gosh. It's Miss Piggy. Piggy from the Muppets. <laughs> the Muppets. I love it. Sure, yeah. That could be ju- that's not I Jessica know. Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> totally must wear her tattoos. She looks great. And then the airy um, advertisement. That's the last picture we have. I recognize a lot of the celebrities in this. I mean, I, the two ones that stand out to me are Jamila Jamal who's from The Good Place, and she's oh. she's a huge activist. Oh. To where if there's any controversy happening in the world, you bet she's going to say something. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then okay. um, the black woman that's more towards the right side of the picture when looking head on to it, mm-hmm. she played Poussey in um, Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. So I yeah, remember her. Face her face looks familiar. Yeah, yeah I remember her. She's big on the LGBTQIA plus side okay. of the stuff, so it's okay. just nice. And especially because... Is that the, the Carol Levine? Kara Devine. Kara Devine. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. She's got I know, she kind of looks like it yeah. with the eyebrows. Yeah, she does. I know. But yeah. the girl behind her has... Um, as cute as can be. Yeah, and her. she has a prosthetic leg, which yeah. is awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I'm so glad to see that. It's, yeah. Honestly, she's beautiful. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, she's got a... She doesn't have a leg. She has a prosthetic leg. It's, does that take away from that beautiful face? No. no. It's awesome. Definitely brings like a warming feeling in your heart. Mm-hmm. In regards to looking at the advertisement photos from when we were growing up, from the last podcast episode that we have, how do you feel now currently about the body representation that is being shown in media today? As in, what are the contrasts that you see now? Oh, um, well, in all honesty, I see more skin. But that's what that's just the nature of the that's just the nature of selling things now, and I, I've gotten used to it. Um, I actually don't see as much makeup, and I'm starting to notice that women are slowly accepting uh, their natural um, bodies and not have so much. Um, I'll just say plastic surgery. Um, I think, again, I'm not a huge uh, person that looks at cosmopolitan and things of that nature, Um, but uh, I do recognize uh, advertising and I I understand it. So I think today's society, what I can tell is if they're selling blue jeans, that's, that's, they've become a lot better about that as far as what you know that they're selling. So, um, and again, Victoria's Secret models, they're all modeling underwear very clearly. (laughs) Um, But look at Rihanna. You can so tell that that those models are modeling lingerie as well. Yeah. So I don't really think there's much of a, a question versus when I was growing up because it was maybe a mink coat or something covered up and then, but maybe it was the shoes. So, um, yeah, I, I think to me there's um, there's not a lot of uh, gray anymore. Mm. You can pretty much tell. It's very, I'm here, see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I honestly love that. I know it's yeah, it may be yeah yeah it may not be 
with it for the older crowd who grew up i mean it was definitely more reserved cons- reserved and, and conservative, conservative back yeah. then which i completely understand but i mean i feel like the more we see it the more it's going to transaction or transition better into society to then become more of an accepting right and, and when you say it's something that's a good way to look at it if you know that you're not a size eight and you see it on a model as bra and panties or something, and you see it on a model who's maybe a size 14, closer to maybe my size, then that's realistic for me to see it on that model. Versus, again, not bashing Victoria's Secret, I used to go to them all the time, but versus seeing bras and panties on Victoria's Secret models, size zeros, and then me trying them on and being hugely disappointed. Mm. So... Right. I think it's more real nowadays. So from now looking at these pictures that we just looked at and we're still talking about, how do you think seeing these pictures like of Lizzo, seeing the Airy Cat campaign, and the picture of Tessa Holiday affects the younger generation now when looking at these images of body image? Well, I... I don't really approve of like four and five year olds looking at Cosmopolitan, but um, if they were to see, you know, Lizzo in that pink outfit or the red outfit on those Vogue covers, why shouldn't they celebrate it? They should say, wow, she looks like me, you know, maybe another woman, another child of color says, wow, look at her. Maybe I could do that. You know, I think that's, I think now finally there's so much more uh, diversity with models. You know, nowadays if you're, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, they don't really want you anymore. You know, they want to see the exotic looking women. So I think a 10 year old, uh, maybe with a background, with a Hispanic background, sees a woman with a Latina with, you know, brown hair and kind of browner skin, she's going to say, hey, look at her. She looks like me. That's where I think, and, 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 and girls who are 10 years old and not, you know, whatever they should be, if that, that's, you know, if, if they're too, you know, if they're not thin enough or something, maybe they have a little extra weight on them. It's okay for them to see models who are plus size. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to help overall versus, you know, people thinking that they have to be way too thin and unhealthy. I think it's great that they're presenting, you know, women who are in wheelchairs, you know, models who are in wheelchairs. I think that's going to help the younger generation see that that's okay because someone else is doing something with their lives and maybe I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Or it'll inspire them to do something completely different and something amazing. Why do you think it took so long for this to finally pop up? I think just progress. I mean, the word progress, you know, I, I don't know the Latin term. I guess I, we could look it up, but it is something to do with taking the time to get it right. And I think that's what I think in anything. I think when 20 years from now, it's going to be even better. Mm. And 20 years from now, from then, it's going to be even better. I think there's going to, I think anything that's worth doing like that is going to take the time and we need to progress always keep moving forward, Mm. you know? And uh, I, I, I think people's 
there are people out there whose minds do not want to be changed and they think my clothes will only be on models who are size zero or size two. And they will only think that narrow-minded way. And then you'll have people out there like Rihanna saying, everyone's beautiful. I'm going to get put all different colored models and all different sizes and I'm going to, and I'm still going to sell lingerie and I'm going to be successful at it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I, I think, unfortunately there, like I said, there's going to be narrow minded people, but there's going to be very progressive people. Mm -hmm. And I think as long as we have the progressive people, we'll keep moving forward and it'll all be positive. You'll have more positive thinking kids, more positive thinking young adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. We're on our last question for this episode. And the reason why I wanted to ask this question was because, well, let me ask it first and then I'll explain. <laughs> so the last question that I have written is, might there be any downsides to representing different forms of bodies in the beauty industry? Why I ask this is because in my personal opinion, there, it's amazing. I think it's great. I think it's much needed that we do this. However... I think currently money is a very big factor when it comes to mm -hmm. companies when they are producing lingerie, clothes, makeup, and it, in my mind, I feel like it can almost become that they will start to exploit these girls for how their body looks, to how they may just be passing it off to continue on with the progressive movement, as you say, and not really are in it for the emotional mm -hmm. cause that it actually does for people to see it, but because it's more of a financial oh. benefit because mm -hmm. they know this is how the world is turning mm -hmm. and companies are going to move with that as well. Do you think that there is another type of downside do you see? To this, or do you think that this is all just gonna continue to progressively and positively move on? I like what you're saying. I see what you're saying with about the money, because <laughs> so much of it is. I mean, companies are out to make money. Generally, that's how businesses work. Um, the only thing I can think of is going back to what I said earlier about narrow-mindedness. Um, I think there still will be some people who just will thank someone and that's a size 10 is not worthy of their clothes. Um, and that could affect some person's mentality of their way of thinking. But um, I hope uh, for the future that um, we do have more people like Rihanna who are out there making clothes for, for everyone. Um, you know, you could say nowadays that the major clotheslines like Macy's and JCPenney's, um, excuse me, major department stores, um, are finally getting it. They're, they're, they realize that they need a whole section of women with plus size, you know, clothes. And then they need a whole section of maternity clothes because that's just a fact of life. So I, 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 I'm like you, I'm staying positive that the progression is real and it will continue. But I do think that there could be some people who just will be narrow-minded and that will take time to, to make them change. They might never change though, and that's okay. 
because maybe there'll be five more designers out there who wow us with something else. Mm. And that way, maybe the world will change like that. Well, thank you. I really do appreciate it. This is the conclusion to this episode, you guys. So um, today, just to recap, today was just our focus on connecting to body image today in the present media. We hope you enjoyed listening to us as much as we love talking to one another. For a preview of next week's episode, we're going to be focusing on the future. What might be we seeing advertised in the years to come? What do we expect? Should we be expecting to dress like the Jetsons or Star Trek in the near future? We'll be answering all of these questions in the last episode of Mother's Daughter. We do hope you join us next time for the last episode. And until then, my name is Kylie. And my name is Elizabeth. Mom. <laughs> See you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.